The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, everybody, the boys from Notebook Wagering. We are back. It's myself, Smitty, a.k.a. Teaser King. Sitting across from me tonight is our stack guy, J-Cam. What's going on, J-Cam? How are you tonight? I am good. It is fall here in western Pennsylvania. It literally switched in like one day. We went from drinking Mexican summer beers to pumpkin beers, just like that. Um, and... Uh, Trying to survive the NFL. Had a, a decent week last week. Cowboys helped me out there on Monday night to get me to a nice little winning uh, week, but it was kind of fighting back and forth the whole day on Sunday. Um, but yeah, and you get, you know, we're full swing of action here. We got all the sports coming to fruition. We even got basketball and hockey around the corner. So um, trying to get everything ready for those seasons so I can just kind of whiz through my spreadsheets. How was your weekend? Wasn't bad. I mean, the teasers were okay. Um... The player props were, were good. Uh, had an okay player prop. Maybe I'm the player prop king. I don't know. Maybe we have to change my name. Maybe I won't have people calling me out on being the teaser king. But I like it. Montgomery hurt. You know, I had his attempts over, and he had three or four attempts. I think I had him at like 16 or 17 attempts for the game. And then he had like four on the first drive, but then he went out with an ankle injury. That was a loser. I did go with Geno Smith under and that was a mistake. I mean, he was throwing the ball like he was back at West Virginia there in that game. So I was off on that. I did well on some of the other ones. Uh, I did hit Daniel Jones under um, 202 and a half on Monday night. Lucked out. It was close. It was like 196, 197. <laughs> and then he threw that interception. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. So, you know, I, I love those. I'm going to keep pounding the player props, the teasers. Throwing the money line parlays. It's a lot of fun. And the good thing is my voice is slightly back this week. So we're just trying to survive here. So let's get into it. We are week four. We're excited to be here. Just us tonight. Maddie might pop in. Q's working. So it's just the boys that sometimes do the early breakfast club that I think we call it or whatever we call it in the four. Now it's a little later here at night, but let's dive into it. I think it's an interesting card, you know. Before we dive in, I think the one thing is I've seen, I had the numbers down. I don't have it in front of me, but the unders are doing really well right now. And then the divisional unders are hitting at a really good pace too. So keep an eye on that. You do have a major hurricane right now that's hitting Florida. Could that come up? Could that affect some games here? We're going to talk about it tonight. We'll give you a little bit of info on the latest details of the hurricane here. So Thursday night, tomorrow night, 8:15, we have the Miami Dolphins traveling, playing Cincinnati. It opened up at minus one and a half. It is up to minus four. I'm looking at all these numbers at scores and odds right now. It's at the over-unders at 47. You got some guys that might be out. Jason's going to give you great info on that. Jason, where are we leaning on the Thursday night game? Well, I'll tell you what, we're not alone. 
Uh, we've talked a little bit about this off air. We're, we're on the Bengals because the Dolphins basically were in a title fight on Sunday, 15 rounds in the 100-degree heat. Uh, defense was on the field for 90 plays. Just a fantastic game to watch. There weren't many great games last weekend, a lot of snoozers. Um, that was a really good one. Um, both teams looked like – you literally thought they were playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl with the level of intensity of that game. Um, so, yeah, I like the Bengals. I think they had a much easier time last Sunday. They looked pretty good. They finally got right there, got a, a win on the board, even though they kind of probably could have been 3-0 at this point with uh, two overtime losses. Um, but the Dolphins looked like they just gave everything they had. You don't really know. I know two is good to go, but, I mean, anyone who watched that game clearly saw that he was concussed. Uh, I understand it's a back injury now, but, you know, I don't know too many back injuries where you, you, get, you hold your head and you fall to the ground like you just got hit with a WWE chair shot. Um, so, yeah, just like I said, they left everything on the field. I was impressed with Miami. I'm not really fading them for the season. I'm just fading them this week on the short week. I think they're just kind of out of gas. And uh, give me the bungles minus the four here. I think it's a good play. Yeah, Jason had a great text uh, on Sunday watching these games. And we go back so much. I mean, our text messages are in the hundreds during these games. And he said, you know, Buffalo and Miami, it's just a street fight. And that's really what it was. And you can just see the heat was tough. You had guys nicked up. Buffalo had a lot of injuries here. Yeah, you know, Tua, is he going to play? It sounds like maybe. But, you know, you got Teddy Bridgewater that didn't play very well. What's going to happen here? You know, these primetime games have been hitting the under two a lot. Good numbers on that. I don't know what I'll do. It might be a player prop night for me tomorrow night. It's not in a spot. I really like Cincinnati, too, in this game. I don't know if I'm going to lay the four on this. I, I kind of like maybe the under in this, or maybe you look at a first half under. I like the first half unders too. I might jump on that. I might play the under teaser spot. I mean, I give out teaser information. I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard not to take Miami up to 10 to get a team at 10 in this. I'd probably take the points up and take the under. So maybe take the points up and take an under and then match it with somebody else in there. Money line wise team. I think that's going to win this game. I like the Cincinnati Bengals myself. Definitely. All right. We're moving to Sunday. We got an early game. I think over in England, our first England game uh, of the year. You have the Minnesota Vikings playing the saints right now. It's Minnesota minus two and a half and the, over under is at 43 and a half man these are the saints jason i don't know you got a you got a lot of injuries there you know you got in notes on winston has back issues kamara has been really a no-show i mean i've seen people on twitter really complaining about kamara why did we draft him he's not doing much minnesota is one of those teams that they have a lot of good talent but sometimes cousins can lay an egg where where, where are you going with this game? It's interesting. Like, if you look at the numbers, the Saints show up much better than you would think uh, based on the results of their, their game so far. And Minnesota, which is a team, I think, that had that nice, impressive win against the Packers, laid an egg on Monday night, and then kind of rallied here against the Lions this Sunday. Um, their numbers don't look so great. Um, but it's like you said, the best unit on this field is probably the New Orleans defense. Um, followed by the Vikings offense. So that's, you got the two best units going head to head. Um, you got the nice field actually now in uh, London, they play Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, artificial turf, no issues with that. They have a nice clean NFL surface. They basically build it for the NFL to come and play there. Um, I guess the biggest question is James Winston is really hurt and he's trying to game it out here. And uh, I don't really think he's kind of got there. 
it's it's tough. I'm gonna probably take the Saints with the points, um, and probably a little bit on the money line just because I think Minnesota might be a little worse than we think they are. Um, I think that Green Bay performance kind of maybe a little bit too good. Dalvin Cook's banged up. He's day to day. It looks like it might be Madison going. That's a big loss for them. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson hasn't shown up the last two weeks. I think it's part of that is because there's no other threats on that offense. I don't think people are afraid about him Thielen anymore, and no one's afraid about uh, Madison. You know, he's just kind of a pounder back. So I'm going to assume that Winston's back survived the flight, which had to be awful, and uh, it's going to be a close one here. I'll take the Saints with the points and the money line. Yeah, teaser play, looking at it. I like the Saints to win the game. Looking at just a money line thing, I'm with you. I think the Saints, I like the defense. Teaser play, of course, I'd take the Saints up to about eight and a half. And I would take the points up to 49 and a half and take the under in that. Looking at some of my numbers right now. Yeah, I'm in the lower 40s and a couple things. And I had a little higher, close to 50 and one. I don't know if it gets to that. I, I I I would play I'd play a teaser and play the under. So I'd go Saints and I'd go the under in a teaser play. I like the Saints plus the two and a half and maybe even money line like Jason said. All right, moving on. We got Tennessee traveling to the Colts. Big win last week, man. I think we called it on the show. We said Indianapolis was going to win that game. So we look like geniuses, which is always fantastic. You got Indianapolis minus three, and you have Tennessee under or excuse me you got the over under 42 and a half there Colts minus three Jason I like it I think this is a team that has so much potential Matt Ryan we said last week he has to can't turn the ball over he can't fumble a ton can't throw picks they got to score in the red zone you're getting Pittman came back last week run the ball I'm not sold on Tennessee I just don't think their defense is great I think they can shut down Henry. I kind of like the Colts. Where would you go in this? Yeah, I like the Colts as well. Um, I think they kind of got things right last week. Um, that was a pretty tough game. Like Kansas City's still a pretty good football team, and uh, the Colts hung there with them. Like I said, I don't. They didn't turn it over. I think they turned it over once during the game, so they got that right. And um, if you watch the Kansas City or the Tennessee Oakland or Oakland Las Vegas game at all, they went up and down the field. There was not much defense in that game at all. Neither team could really do well in the uh, red zone, which is why you didn't see a total of over there, which I bet you a lot of people had because the yardage total is pretty good. Um, yeah, I think Indy's is a better football team. I don't know. They might get Shaquille Leonard back this week, which would be huge for their defense, and that will actually give them a huge edge. Um, I'm seeing a three and a hook right now, which makes me a little tentative just because these games tend to be close between these two teams. And Tennessee's kind of had their number over the last couple of years. Um, that gives me a little hesitancy, but if I had to pick one, I would definitely go Indy. Um, I would like to get a three. If I had to take a three and a half, I think I would, though. I, I do think they're in a better position right now. Yeah, teaser spot. The, I don't know. This is a game that's not jumping off the page to me on a teaser spot. I mean, again, I like Indianapolis money line. Throw it in a money line parlay with somebody else. I really like them to win the game. I would maybe maybe take the points up and take the under in this. But like Jason just said, Tennessee last week, man, there was no defense in that game at all. Defense scares me a little bit in this. So I would be leaning more just money line, like I said, or maybe take the minus three if you can get that. All right, next game, Chicago heading into the Giants. The G-Men lost a tough one Monday night to the Cowboys. 
Thank you, Daniel Jones, for throwing that late pick. I really need to send a Christmas card to you this year. Thank you so much. We're looking at the G-Men, minus three and a half, over, under, 39 and a half. But here's the thing. Justin Fields throws the ball like nine times in a game. I mean, it's like a Monday night JV game, Jason. Are they going to let him open it up this week? What What do you think is going to happen in this? I mean, this has to – weather-wise, too, keep an eye on this. Little bit maybe rain, maybe 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. We'll keep an eye on that. What do you think, Jason, in the Bears Giants game? I'll tell you what, you see some of those passing statistics coming out with Justin Fields, and it's like comical. Like it's like it's like he's playing in the 1970s. Like it's bad. <laughs> like below 50% completion and like the attempts, you know, yards per attempt is terrible too. And it's just like whew, it like it's too much too soon for him. Now I think the biggest thing in this game, I think David Montgomery is a bit of a question, and he's clearly their best offensive player, and they've done a really good job of running the football with him, and they ran it a lot. Now, Khalil Herbert filled in really well for him. It was at 157 yards rushing uh, against Houston and only 38 snaps uh, for Warren Sharp here. Um, Bears, they said, think that he's going to be good to go um, this weekend. I think that's a huge advantage. I think the Giants are terrible. And I think everybody got a reality check on uh, Monday night that, you know, Dallas coming in there with a backup quarterback and missing some guys and Michael Parsons with the flu and they still couldn't beat them. You know, you also have to send a Christmas card to David Sills for slipping on the number, uh, I guess, which really opened up that interception and sealed the deal. I had Dallas the money line, so I really needed that. But I'm going to go upset special here. Give me the Bears plus the three. Uh, I'm just going to bank on their defense being the best unit and hopefully they'll just keep running the ball and not let fields pass it. And then, uh, We'll just let uh, Daniel Jones do his magic and uh, get us a win with the Bears. Yeah, see, I go. I like the Giants. I think the Giants beat them. I don't like the Bears. I think. I think I'll tell you what the Giants' offensive lines are really bad. Yes, it is really bad. And I think I'm not saying Daniel Jones is a great quarterback, but I don't care who you are. When you get the ball and you take about two steps back and you have about three guys in your face. I don't care who you are, people. That's why you got to draft offensive lines early in the draft. Uh, I wonder who I'm talking about. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. But, okay, we'll hold that rant in a little bit here. But I like the G-men in here. I would do, again, this is a tough spot. Teaser-wise, I don't really like it. Maybe the Bears up. I don't know. But I, I like the Giants money line in this. I would probably do that. Maybe the under, tease it up. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Keep an eye on those Daniel Jones player props, uh, pass and over passing yards. That's why I jumped on it. He does not hit over that. I don't know what it is. I have not looked at those yet. I will tweet it out if I play it. But keep an eye on that. This game could be a very, very ugly game. Jason, you want to add something? Yeah, Giants 31st in sack rate right now. They're giving up 13% of their dropbacks or sacks. Bears are at 6.6% sack rate, which is like middle of the pack. So that bear front's going to look a lot better than it really is against the really bad. Now, you, the Giants have invested draft capital in the offensive line. That's what makes it more disappointing. Eric Flowers is really the only guy that's blossomed out of that. Everybody else is refusing to have him. And the problem with the Giants, too, is Shepard out again for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, just running down the field, it just seemed like something went on his leg. Galladay is just god-awful. Can't catch the ball. Uh, I think they had three or four passes to him, and, I mean, he dropped a couple. Who's he going to throw to? I mean, Mr. Barkley, player prop, maybe. Again, I haven't looked at any of these numbers, people. 
How about Mr. Barkley? A lot of maybe rushes. How about catching the ball out of the backfield? Keep an eye on maybe the Russian receiving prompt over. Maybe just get him the ball. Best player. You know, he looks like the nice thing about it is I really like him. Again, I'm not a major Penn State fan, as everybody knows that, but I did like him at Penn State. It was bad that he's been nicked up. He was a great athlete, good running back. But again, that's why you don't draft running backs that high in the draft, because a lot of people can play the position. I'm going to say that, too. There's the two Todd Smith rants for tonight. We'll come back to it. All right. Bouncing off. I think that game is just going to be ugly, though, but. I oh, like yeah. ugly games sometimes. Fun. All right, this game should be entertaining here. Uh, we'll keep an eye um, with some conditions in this one too, but you got the Buffalo Bills traveling to Baltimore this week. Uh, it is at Buffalo minus three over under is at 51. You know, th- we said this coming on air. This goes back to Miami with what Jason said. That game was a street fight, man. Tough conditions, heat very high. Did they put everything out on the field? Buffalo was really nicked up last week. Baltimore, Jackson's playing unbelievable. You got some injuries still at the running back. Dobbins just came back a little bit. Defense has been a major, major disappointment. Jason, please tell me, because I have Baltimore in a teaser already. Can they hang in this game? Oh, yeah. No, the offense is good. Um, it's not the Baltimore that we were expecting. It's 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 like evolved into a passing offense because the running back room is not really great. And I know J.K. Dobbins is back, but he may not be back. Like he made it's kind of a shell of himself coming off that Achilles. Um, you know, some Achilles guys seem to bounce back. A lot of them do not, and he seems to be in the latter category. Um, yeah, they can score points with Buffalo, and the, the Buffalo offense. I mean, they, they move the ball up and down all over Miami. They had some red zone issues and they had some um, turnovers. I think there was like five turnover worthy plays from Josh Allen, which is really high for him. Um, the offense is fine. The defense is where all the injuries are. I think they had six starters out last Sunday. I don't know how many of those guys are going to get back here. Uh, at least they get a few more days off than uh, Miami does, which will be huge, I think, here. But uh, I, I like the Ravens. I was kind of thinking Buffalo was going to be the sharp play because the Ravens defense has kind of looked a little leaky at times this year, but it actually looks like it's the opposite. Tickets are split, and 83% of the money right now is on the Ravens with only 17% on the Bills. So uh, I would grab that three, and like you said, you've got that teaser, I think, already with the nine. I think that's a pretty good number. Um, yeah, I, I'm expecting a shootout here. Um I think the total is at 52. I make it around 56. So I think you have a little cushion. Um, so I, I see this as an over. You know, I think the big thing with the over under in this, I mean, I can see that too. Both, I think that both offenses are fantastic. Keep an eye. Hurricane two. Still don't know really. There's some models that are bringing up a little closer to where I am, maybe up the coast a little bit that could affect maybe a little bit more wind, a little bit more rain. Uh, maybe even into the Baltimore area there. So we'll have to keep an eye on the next couple of days with that. But I think it should be a fantastic game. All right, moving on. Chargers, Texans. Man, the Chargers. Let me say something about the Chargers here. So I have the teaser under in that game. And, you know, they just look brutal. And we, I mean, the guys, we, we what a great job we did last week. Maddie, I think, came out and said Jags money line. Uh, Jason, I think you were on the Jags also in that game last week, maybe uh spread. I had the teaser. I gave out the teaser Jags. Now I did play. I'm not going to lie. I played the uh, Chargers, a little money line parlay. I thought they could win the game, but I love the Jags up in that. And the Jags just completely outplayed them. You saw 
Herbert was really banged up. I don't think should have been playing. The center was out. You have wide receivers out. But here's the thing. Here's and then I'm done with this. Maybe another rant here. They were they were down by 28. They should have just sat on the ball and got out of there. Did I want to win my teaser under? Absolutely, I did. I'm not going to lie about that. But another guy then got hurt at the end. And I text the guys and I said, oh, there's another guy hobbling off. Well, this team has Slater's out, offensive line guy. Uh, Allen has a hamstring. Bosa has a groin. Jackson has an ankle. Uh, Herbert, again, ribs. Uh, Allen might come back. I don't know. Jason, this team. And by the way, the head coach is a bonehead. (laughs) What's going on here in this game? I don't know. Like going inside games, the whole thing just didn't make any sense. Like you have your quarterback, you know, there's reports in the beat writers that he took a shot on Friday. couldn't even throw a football even with the shot. Yet you give him another shot on Sunday to go try to throw him out there. And I mean, he didn't look awful, um, but you just kind of wonder, you know, did you lose the battle and the war there? I mean, just let the guy get healed up. Like I know it's a tough division, but it's not as tough as we once thought it was. There's going to be a bunch of teams that like the Raiders, and um, maybe even the Broncos, who aren't going to be nearly as good as we thought. Just, you know, you, you pay Chase Daniel the money, not just to sit there and wear a baseball cap. Let the guy go play. Um, get the ball to your playmakers. You didn't even lose half these guys at that point. Now you have Bosa's out. He's on the IR, so he's out for, I think, at least six weeks. He had surgery on that groin. Left tackle's out. I mean, they like Storm Norton, but he's not that good. Um, you know, they, they're losing their center. It's too many things. Um, it is interesting. I, I don't think Houston's all that good. Um, but I just, you know, you look at the numbers, the defense is a little bit better or playing better than it should. Like giving up some yards, but not giving up points. The offense has really been an issue. Um, but the Chargers defense hasn't really been good at all either. So I, I think Houston with the points makes sense here with just given all the attrition that's gone on on the Los Angeles side. Yeah. And, the, you know, you look at the over under, it's at 44. I mean, why I'm, why wouldn't you jack up? I kind of like the Chargers to win the game. I think they'll somehow sneak it out. Sneak it out. But a teaser play, and you take yeah. the Texans up to, I mean, a home team up to 11. I mean, the over-under is only at 44. I mean, do you really, you could just see in the game, the timing was off. He just looked off in that. And, like, I think you just made a great point there. You have a backup. That has, uh, well, first, I said it last week, he's one of the smartest men on the planet. He's, a, I mean, he's made a lot of money holding a clipboard. So good for Chase Daniels. But why not take a shot? And then the thing, too, like my thing about the, the wide receiver getting hurt at the end of the game, why are you having him in when it's a 28-point game with two, three minutes left in the game? He takes another shot. Like Jason said, you might lose the war. And there goes the season. It made no sense. They should have rested the kid for a week and then move on. If you win, you win. You lose, you lose. Move on. Sometimes you got to do that and move on. The season's a long season, people. So we'll see what happens this week. All right. Seattle traveling into Detroit. The Lions. I mean, I like this Lions team. You talk about a team that's feisty. They put up a lot of points. And guess what? They give up a lot of points. And I can't wait for Thanksgiving already. I love Thanksgiving. I like eating. And guess what? I'm going to like watching maybe a up and down football game on Thanksgiving with the Lions. But let's go into this one. Seattle right now against the Lions. Lions are minus four over under is 48. Come down a little bit, Jason. Is there some injuries in this? Because the line has come down. 
yeah, well, obviously Detroit lost to their safety, Tracy Walker, for the season. They're kind of going with two inexperienced guys in his stead. Looks like they'll also lose um, the running back. Um, DeAndre Swift won't be able to play this game because um, he's I got a shoulder now to go with the ankle that they were kind of managing uh, with carries. I think Jamal Williams has that covered, so they're fine. But it did hurt them a little because I think in the second half of that game, they couldn't run the football as much as they wanted to because it was just Jamal Williams at that point. They were owning the Vikings up front, um, and that's a really good offensive line. Uh, so they were kind of pushing people around. I don't think they should have much of an issue here with Seattle. I think the biggest thing in this game is that a lot of Detroit's uh, touchdowns are coming on explosive plays. They're really not doing that well in the red zone. And the one thing Seattle can actually do is defend the red zone somehow. Now, granted, I don't know if Denver running backs are going to pump balls into the end zone every weekend. But um, just an interesting point there. I didn't expect this line to go from six to four. And uh, it looks like the money is supporting the Lions. So it's, maybe some sharps came in on the Seahawks here. Kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't understand it. Um, if the line goes down to three, I definitely think it's the Lions. Um, but I would be curious why, what's driving it. Yeah, I, again, I would go with the Lions. A teaser spot, I think it's tough. Now, Jason, uh, looking at some of my numbers, I think this game's going to be a high score. And are you, are you in – the decision here, like, or do you think that this game is going to be up and down kind of thing? High scoring over the 48. Do you feel pretty confident with that? Oh, yeah, I got it. Um, but basically, I see it as like 54. So, yeah, I definitely see it as a higher scoring game. Now, I think those Seattle numbers might be a little inflated. So this would make me a little scared on the total. I don't think Geno Smith's going to think it's West Virginia homecoming every weekend. But that line's defense is pretty leaky. So, like teams are going to move the ball against them. They're going to play in these scoring games. And that's one thing they're going to leave the back door open here as much as they kind of enter the back door. So it's always going to be fun watching the Lions this year, even with the Seahawks. Okay. I kind of agree with you. I, I ran three different things. I'm in the fifties and I'm even at the lower sixties on the one. So I kind of like, I would tease if you're going to you want a teaser play, uh, man, oh man. I like the Lions to win the game. Maybe take Seattle up to 10 if you're going to play a teaser. Maybe see what they do there. I would absolutely take a down to 42. I love the – man, that might be a play. Take that down to 42 and take the over in that. Man, I love that. That's a great play. Yeah. All right, moving on. Man, that just kind of – Ooh, I just got to write that down. I got to make sure I do that tonight. I like that. All right, we got the Jets coming into – the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, this should be a fun one. All right, Jets, Steelers, Steelers minus three and a half. Over-unders at 41 and a half. It's like a Monday night JV football game. But here we go, Jason. Can the Steelers get a win? I'm going to throw this little stat out. 20 Steelers are 20 and six. Lifetime against the Jets. I saw that. Little sticky note, little index card. That person's right. And I apologize to the person. I'm not trying to steal your info. I forgot to write it down. And I, if I'm right, I think the Jets have only won one time there at Pittsburgh. Now I know we change stadiums and everything like that over the years, but I'm just saying, Jason, can the Steelers get a win before the schedule gets really, really hard? I'll be fair, though. The Jets probably should have won AFC Conference Championship game there not too long ago uh, if uh, the kicker could get himself right. I actually do think the Steelers win this week. Um, you know, there's still a lot of things wrong with the Steelers. There's even more things probably wrong with the Jets. Uh, 
you know, and I guess this is their what I think their fourth straight AFC North opponent. <laughs> like they've gone the run the gauntlet here through the AFC North. Um, that maybe they can be an honorary member here playing four weeks in a row. Um, there were some positives in the game against the Browns that I saw, at least from the Steelers offense. There were occasionally looks like things were kind of moving. Um, they just didn't really stick with them. And I think that's been kind of the consensus on the media that kind of reviews that stuff. Um, the defense, you know, that's something I think the fans need to get adjusted to is not that good. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be middle of the pack at best. It could be a little worse without TJ Watt. That's really going to be where the question is, where the pressure comes from. Now, I think the Jets took care of that this week because they're playing Zach Wilson in his first game. Just hasn't played a lot. Um, you know, I don't think it's so much going to be an issue of what the Steelers throw at him. It's just that he's not going to be kind of game ready at this point. Um, and I'll, I'll take the Steelers. I'll, I'll lay the three. I think that they're just not much better. I make it to be basically 23-17. I think that sounds like a good score. So uh, give me the Steelers, lay the three. Yeah, I'm just looking at my numbers right here, too. I'm kind of right with Jason looking at some of mine. I kind of like – I take the Steelers minus the three and a half. The hook always scares you a little bit, but I yeah. like – I still like the Steelers. I think they win. Wilson coming back. Jason made a great point. I thought this line – the offensive line didn't look bad uh, against Cleveland. You know, you get a little extra days um, arrest coming in. Warren's really a nice little combo back right now um, with Harris. You know, Trubisky, I thought at times was okay when they moved them, when they rolled them out and they got them on the move a little bit. Bottom line is the play calling is just bad. And Canada is not a very good offense coordinator. The defense, like Jason said, to me is iffy. The bottom line in that game was they couldn't get off the field on third downs and on defense and then we couldn't execute on third downs if you change that up you should be fine i think wilson coming back could be a little rusty i like the steelers teaser play again maybe take the points up i think it's a lower scoring game um in that but i like the steelers maybe a money line parlay or the minus three and a half all right here's a game that i really like and i really like this team and i'm gonna kind of go on this a little bit here well, I like both these teams, so I'll throw that out. You got Jacksonville going to Philly. Line right now is Philly minus six and a half, over under is 47. I like both these teams right now. Ja- Let me give you, before Jason goes, I think Jacksonville really like, Lawrence really looked sharp, I thought, the other day. Is improving, better coach, makes sense. Urban Meyer, dumpster fire. I like the back. I like both backs, personally. I like the power back, and then you bring ATN in, and he's a little quicker and everything. like the weapons. Defense at time can be a little okay, you know, not bad. Tackling a little iffy, but then they make some really good plays. I like this Jacksonville team. I like where they're going. I think the head coach is a smart coach. I like his offensive scheme. I hate to say it because I don't like Philadelphia at all. When you're, when you're from central Pennsylvania, you pick a side while well, I pick the Pittsburgh side. I don't like Philadelphia at all. So, but I'll tell you right now, I'm impressed Jason with the, this Eagles team. And I know we had a conversation about Hertz. Is he the real deal? Hey, when you have great weapons, you, you look like the real deal. The guy has two really talented wide receivers. The running back Sanders is good. The tight ends good. And the thing is, They're getting to quarterbacks on defense. They are making tackles. This team can tackle. I like this Eagles team a lot. 
I think they're good. I love the Eagles in a teaser. You get it down to a minus a half or a pick them. Fly, Eagles, fly. Jason, what do you got? See, I am on the opposite side of this. I watched both of these games on replay. Um, and, yeah, I like the Eagles. I think they look really good, too. Um, they played three really good halves of football, and then they played three really mediocre halves of football. Um, and first halves have been the right half for both of them, all three games, and they built up leads, and they just kind of put people away. So it's kind of hard to judge whether those second halves have been because the game was over or what. Um, but the tape I was really surprised by, how much I liked, was the Jaguars. Like, that is a fast, fun defense, and they, it, it, it's not real complicated. They basically just play man, and they come after you with, like, four- and five-man rushes, um, and their guys are running right next to your guys the whole time. So it's going to be interesting because Eagles have got a lot of skill talent, so whether they can do that this week. But, you know, they did that against the Chargers last week out there, you know, a pretty good team before they lost everybody, um, and they were running right with their guys. They had no fear of going head-to-head with their wide receivers, and they have a pretty physical uh, group pretty talented guys like i said i was impressed on tape i actually think both quarterbacks in this game are very similar they're very, they're athletic one read quarterbacks and now hurts has had the advantage of this year having really good skill talent so that one read is usually open and plus they have a running game right which actually has kind of been the same way they've been running the football really well and lawrence is basically finding that one read that first guy and he's been open a lot this year um you still see ugly throws from both quarterbacks there's times where you wonder where if they get behind, whether they could pick a part of defense, uh, knowing the team that the team's playing past the whole time. But I like the the Jags with the six and a half. I want to see the Eagles play a full game of football. I think the Jags are kind of a surprise here. And I just think that everyone's thinking Eagles. It looks like it's about the money slightly on the Jags. And the tickets are slightly on the Eagles. So I think you can have a pretty good matchup. So uh, give me the points. I would definitely, I think six and a half is great. Yeah, I think this is a nice teaser spot, too, where you can actually tease it up to close to 13 and uh, cover to 7 and a 10. All righty. Let's go into the next game here. We got the Commanders traveling to the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys coming off a big win Monday night against the G-Men. Commanders, Jason, I've wa- I'll tell you what. I've watched more Commanders football. That's hard to even say Commanders football. It's just not. The it's last not couple of weeks. I know. I'm just going to say the skins here. I don't care. (laughs) Their football, more than I have in a long time here. So I'll dive in here. You got the Cowboys minus three, over under 41 and a half. Hey, Cooper Rush, man, 3-0 is a lifetime starter. Not looking bad for Dallas. Dallas can get to you. And I'll tell you, they played a bad offensive line Monday night with the Giants, and they got to the quarterback. Can I tell you, the commander's offensive line, not very good. Not very good. Carson Wentz, when he misses, he misses high all the time. And he holds the ball a little bit sometimes for sacks. Man, I'll tell you right now, I think they're going to get to him. I think they're going to get to him. I I think they're going to get to him a lot. I'm not high on this commander's team anymore. I had them in a teaser. They did not look good. I like Dallas, man, in this game. I like the money line. I'd play maybe the money line or play money line parlay. Again, the over-under is really low, 41 and a half in this. But I'm sorry. I Maybe a teaser play. Maybe the commander's up to about, about 10. You can get them up to nine, maybe. 
I just don't like what I see right now with this team. Too many sacks. Defense is not tackling well. Rush is playing okay. I think they'll pound the ball. The only way, Commanders, they better stop the run. I don't think they can. I think Dallas wins this game. What do you got, Jason? This is a tough one here. This is one where I, I was kind of wanting to say, especially at minus three, thought oh, I'll probably go Cowboys here. They have the defense. Like you said, they're a zone-based defense, and when you're a quarterback who likes to miss high a lot, like Wentz does, that's just turnovers. That's just, the, that's just interceptions waiting to happen. Um, but I'm a little surprised here because it looks like there's some money coming in on the commanders. Uh, but it's money split, even though the tickets are three-quarters in favor of the Cowboys. Um, I don't know what they're really seeing because it's not really a great uh, defense you have there with Washington. Like their DVOA is pretty awful at this point, and the offense isn't that great either. Um, they had chances in the second half against the Eagles. They could not capitalize. That game should have been a lot closer than it was. They got in the red zone a couple of times and came away empty. Um so, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that. The only thing I can think of is that, you know, how much backup quarterback luck can you have as a Cowboys? I know there's some talk that Dak was going to come back this week. I think that's insane. Um, it seems like they kind of figured out their offense uh, being simple and just running the football and throwing the ball to C.D. Lamb, which is a good recipe for anything. Um, I don't know. I'm a little curious. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning commanders just because of where the money's coming, but I don't understand why I would bet that. But I, I think I like the commanders plus a three. I'm, I'm just called it, call it a – Kind of a confused look of saying, huh, they must see something I don't see. All right, next game, 405. We're going on Fox here. Arizona traveling to Carolina. Is this the game that maybe if they lose, the coach is gone? These are two guys that right now, if you want to jump on. Now, Carolina, big win last week. Finally got a win here. But we, we brought up both these coaches on our show. But man, they could be gone soon. So you got Carolina minus one and a half over unders 42 and a half. I, Jason, again, I went Carolina last week. I had a money line parlay um, with New England, which didn't hit, but I did have Carolina winning last week. I like Carolina again, and I just don't like this Arizona team. Now, I did take them earlier in the year, a couple times up in a teaser spot. I just do not think this is a good Arizona team. You know what I think of the quarterback. I like Arizona. Give me, or excuse me, I like Carolina. Give me Carolina minus the one and a half. Just a straight play in this one. I agree. I mean, uh, my model makes this out to be Carolina by a lot, by about 10 points here. And so I'm looking through it. I did a real quick check to make sure that this wasn't a situation where you have a bad offensive line um, against a good defensive line. And it's quite the opposite. Like, Carolina's offensive line numbers are actually really good at this point. Um, have a little issue with sacks, though, about 10 10% um, sack rate on dropbacks. But then I look, and who's the worst team with sack rate in the NFL? The Arizona Cardinals, 2.3%. So they're not getting to the quarterback at all, and that's literally the one thing that could kind of slow down the Panthers. Panthers' defense is the best unit in the game. I, this is kind of a head-scratcher why people are on the Cardinals at all. I like the Panthers, too, laying a short line, definitely. All right, we're going to the next game. And this is another, this is a game that you're looking at it going, oh my goodness, this could be intriguing here. You got the Denver Broncos traveling to Las Vegas playing the Raiders. You got the Raiders minus two and a half over under 45 and a half. I'll tell you that game Sunday night, I had the teaser under San Francisco, uh, Denver. That game was, that game was boring as anything bad. And the thing is, Russell Wilson, I, I've said it on the show. He better start running again. 
Because when he runs, he's okay. When he tries to stay in the pocket and throw the ball, he's not a very good quarterback. And I tweeted out, enjoy that contract, Denver fans. It's not good. He's not that good. He's a very overrated quarterback that is getting paid a lot of money, just like the last game with Murray. And I've said that he's not very good either. I'll tell you what, Jason, I'm taking the team that's kind of been a dumpster fire and the head coach gets pulled in by the owner, closed door after the game, get the ball to Devontae Adams and get the ball to Josh Jacobs a little bit more and figure it out. This Raiders team should not be this bad. But I'll tell you right now, a lot of people like De- I can see the Denver teaser, but I- I'll tell you, I-, I think it's a desperate team. They got to win this. They cannot go 0-4. I-, I would take the Raiders minus the two and a half. I totally see that. Um, Raiders moved the football against Tennessee, but couldn't put any points on the board. Um, but that defense is atrocious. Oh, my goodness. Um, the best unit in the game is the Broncos defense, but it's not a great unit at all. Um, I think that, you know, that's something that game is more of a fact that both team, both offenses were just kind of like didn't know what to do with each other. Denver, I have named – they're just as bad as the Steelers with having no idea how to attack anybody. I don't understand it because they've got just as many weapons and they have a quarterback who looks like uh, Seattle kind of sold them a bill of goods at this point. I don't know what Russell Wilson we have at this point, but uh, it's not great. I, I do like the Broncos, though, here. I do think they're the better football team. I think the Raiders have some serious issues on defense. Um Maybe the Broncos go, you know what, though? I'm going to pass. I can't I can't bet on uh, Nathaniel Hackett team. I, I'm, I'm going to already make the decision. That's one of the rules for the 2022 season. <laughs> no. This, not no I'm off back in Russ. I, I'm going to take a pass because I do think they're the right side, but there's no way I put my money on Hackett again. I got lucky on Sunday night. I'm not doing it again. I think it was Fall of the Money that had a great line this week. They said, no wonder Belichick didn't really name an offensive coordinator because he knows Josh McDaniels is going to get fired real quick and he'll just hire him back to be the offensive coordinator. Because when you're already getting a, you know, the owners bring you in at closed door meeting, it's not good. And Devontae Adams isn't happy and you got, is- you got issues there. And that team should not be that bad. Should not be that bad. He looks so. like he's trying to run New England stuff with completely different personnel. And he's even got run for on the outside instead of the inside where he looks just like every other New England wide receiver. So I don't get it. Yeah. I, some of these guys are too smart for their own good. And I will say this, a lot of people I respect in this, in this industry betting, they do like Denver in a teaser. So I'm going to give that out. Um, I, I mean, I can see that. I can see it, but I, I like the Raiders. I don't know what I'll do in that one. I have to look. All right, we're moving on. New England against Green Bay Packers. Big win against Tampa the other day, minus nine and a half. They're going against the Patriots. Patriots, you know, no Mac Jones, over-unders at 40 and a half. This really has dropped. I mean, it's gone up a little bit. I think it's a great teaser spot here. You get it down to three and a half. The hook kind of scares you a little bit. But I, I don't know, Jason. I, my favorite play in this is the teaser. I'm t- I took it up, and I think I told you I got it at 46 and a half or 47. I love the under in that because I think the only way New England, they're going to have to pound the ball. Harris, Stevenson, you're going to have to pound the ball, make this an ugly game, slow it down, quick passes, try to three and out, you know, hold the ball, then run the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers. Again, I know his weapons, he doesn't have the great wide receivers. Uh, The one rookie played a really nice game though last week. His name's kind of, I know you'll know it. Uh, What's his name again? Uh, Dubs. 
yeah, played, I thought played fantastic. And again, it is Aaron Rodgers. I pro- mean, you probably could go out there and he probably still look good. So I like Green Bay and a teaser in this, but my favorite play, I would tease it up and I'd take the under. New England's going to have to really slow this game down, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they're, they're going to need the Green Bay run defense from last year, not the one that kind of looked a little feisty uh, last week. Uh, it's crazy to think delay nine and a half points against New England and Belichick, but I think I would. I, I think this Patriots team's pretty bad. No Mac Jones this week. You're going to have uh, Brian Hoyer and then maybe Bailey Zappi. I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, the Packers laying a nine and a half, which sounds crazy, but I think it's the right play. And I can't believe they're spinning the wheels again on some people saying bring Cam Newton back on this team. I mean, I just think that's crazy. I'd just go with Hoyer or the Zappy or whatever you said. I mean, I, I watched him a little bit in preseason. I think you're crazy if you're really trying to bring him back to quarterback anywhere. So, all right, Sunday night game, a great game. The big question is, where's it going to be played? That's We don't know. What days are going to be played? Is it going to get played Sunday night? Maybe. Is it going to be played in New Orleans, Midwest somewhere? Where where is it going to be? You got Kansas City playing Tampa Bay. Kansas City right now minus one and a half. The over under is 45. You know, Jason, you look at this. We called it well last week with the Colts. You know, we said it's a must win game for the Colts. And they, they really stepped it up a little bit. Tampa Bay just really struggling, man. The court, you know, Tom, I think has a lot of, you know, let's be honest. You have a lot of rumors about maybe a divorce and his wife's not happy. I mean, that has to be, I don't care who you are. That has to be weighing on you a little bit. Wide receivers aren't really there. Evans was suspended. Um, you have other guys that are hurt. You know, Fournette was, there was rumors that he was nicked up. He did play in this defense is good. Uh, man, I'll tell you, I, I can't see Kansas city losing two games in a row. I, I like Kansas City in this game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, Tampa Bay's defense can carry him here because that's what's going to need to happen. Now, they get some weapons back. Julio Jones should be back for this game. Uh, Mike Evans will be back for this game. Um, the left tackle, Lama Smith, probably still out. The Tampa Bay offensive line cannot get any run push right now, which is killing them because they need to run the football because the, the wide receivers weren't there last week. Some of those guys will be back this week, so it should be a little bit better. Um, I think people have an idea how to attack Tampa Bay. Now, they made a nice second-half adjustment in Green Bay to get pressure on Rodgers, which kind of shifted that game back because they were getting destroyed in the first half. I know the score didn't indicate it, but Green Bay was going up and down the field on them, and there was kind of like a fluke turnover that basically kept that game from being put away early. Um, you know, I don't think Tampa is kind of set up to beat Kansas City the way they're constructed right now. Um, you know, the, they're really good against the run. They're okay against the pass. It looked like Green Bay was kind of picking on Devin White a little bit, which, which is hard to believe, but they kind of had him as the uh, hang linebacker on the RPOs, and he was kind of he didn't know what he was doing. I think you'll see Andy Reid take advantage of that. I'm going to take the Kansas City here. I'm only laying one. Uh, second road game in a row. Teams that play their second road game in a row tend to have a pretty good ATS record. I'm going to lean on that here. I'm also going to lean on Mahomes being a less than six-point favorite. Um, all good trends there for a reason. I like the Chiefs here. Yeah, and I would do uh, also with the points. I tease the points up, take the under. Three of the things I'm looking at, I have, I have a not, you know, you do that. I have a lower scoring game than that, Jason. Is that what you're looking at? 
Yeah, I mean, I've got things to get. Both, you know, Kansas City's defense play better than people think. Um, and I, like I said, Tampa Bay's offense looks like it's still just on, not on the same page. Um, so I definitely like the under here, but it's always dangerous to the Chiefs and the unders um, if they get clicking. Yeah, the big thing again is let's see where that game's played. Let's see if it's Sunday night. That could be wouldn't be shocked that that's a Monday afternoon game, like the years when we were doing the COVID games there, and they were like a, maybe a four o'clock, five o'clock kind of game. We'll have to see. Tampa, you know, Tampa got hit still really hard. I'm not trying to say they didn't get hit hard with the hurricane here, but it was a little bit uh, lower down um, area. So maybe they can come back and still play that Sunday night. We will have to see, but maybe, maybe then push it to a, a Monday there. Jason, you got one more thing on that? I will say, I think we may have missed the Browns and Falcons. Oh my goodness. Did we? I think we did. Oh my goodness. That's... <laughs> so before we get oh, to the, we did. Other, I missed that. the well, there, there goes, there goes all, there goes all our Cleveland and Atlanta fans. I apologize there on that. So that's my <laughs> bad there. I'm usually not the host. So what can you do? You know, you miss a game. I got all excited with the Washington commander game in Dallas and just jumped it and went to the Arizona game. So I apologize. Everybody in Cleveland, everybody in Atlanta. I'm sorry. Let's talk about the game. You got the Browns coming in off a big win Thursday night. And I tell you, Hey, when you're covering a teaser spread, don't pitch the ball backwards, Pittsburgh too. All right, moving on Cleveland minus one and a half. Over under 49. Tell you what, Jace, I'm going to say it. Brissett's not playing bad. No. I think he's pretty exactly what they're asking to. And can I ask you, so let's say they keep winning. What would you do, Jason? Let's throw it. We're going to switch this. Since I already skipped the game, I'm going to do something else here before we go into the game here. Let's say Cleveland keeps winning. And Watson finally can come back and play. And let's say Cleveland's in first place and they're doing great. What do you do there, Jace? Uh, I think you play Watson because <laughs> you paid him a lot of money. <laughs> you, you do. Okay. I, I just think I, I, and plus, I think you're going to a situation, and I'm going to hit on this during the game here. I, that Cleveland defense is not set up for certain teams. And I think this is actually one of the weeks they're going to have a struggle where you don't see it coming. Going to Atlanta. Playing a team that can run the football really well this year. I don't think this Browns defense is set up to stop the run at all. I'm going to call this an upset special. Take the Falcons. Money line against the Brownies here. Now, the line's coming back. It might be picked on by game time. But I just, you know, I've been watching games more this year on replay. And the one thing I noticed with the Browns defense is they do not stop the run well at all. They're not set up to stop the run. They play the split field safeties. A lot of guys back behind. They're trying to reduce explosive plays. and you just see it, Atlanta has run the ball really well this year, and I think they're going to run it really well on Sunday. And I don't know if they can stop Nick Chubb. I don't think they have to. I think they're going to win a shootout. So I like the Falcons give me an over in that game too. Um, so I, just, I like I said, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. I don't think you're going to have to sweat the total at all. And uh, I, I expect the Falcons kind of pull the shocker. Yeah, I kind of like this too, the over, a teaser over in this. Take it down to about 43. I think it's a good play. Atlanta, I don't think can really stop. Now, again, you got their best defensive player in Cleveland just flipping his car about nine times. Luckily, not seriously hurt. Doesn't seem, I don't know if he's going to play. It doesn't sound like he is, but maybe he suits up somehow. 
But I mean, how great is he going to be if he does? I mean, he he was nicked up pretty good there in a car accident just the other day, leaving um, the facility. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, this top. I would probably take Cleveland in a close game, minus one and a half. My favorite play in this is to take the points down and take the over. I do think this is a little higher scoring in this game. Atlanta's feisty. I mean, they really are. I, I like it. I, I really do. I like this team. Mariota's played okay. Uh, I like Patterson, the running back. Uh, they finally, and Maddie called it last week on the show, they got Pitts finally the ball last week. Went way over his player prop, I think, in that. So keep an eye on that. Maybe they're going to get him the ball a little bit more in that. So I would probably do the teaser under. I mean, I probably would take why I take Atlanta up in a teaser personally. I think Cleveland wins a really close game, but in a teaser spot, the Falcons and I like the over. And again, I apologize all the Cleveland Browns fans and Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Let's move on to the last game here. Rams, 49ers, 49ers coming off a really, again, like I said, a bad performance. Jimmy G didn't look good. Team, you know, nicked up, coming back here. They are favorite, though, Jason, in this game. They're minus one and a half. Over under is 42. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Then I'm going to bounce in. What do you have for the Monday night game? It's tough to take the Niners coming off that performance because that was just brutal on Sunday night. And you kind of saw Jimmy G on the road, not the same as Jimmy G at home, um, especially against a decent defense. Uh, Rams haven't really played all that well this year. Um, just kind of sleepwalking through. I know the record's good, but, the, you know, the stats don't look all that great at this point. Um, I think the Niners' defense is good. I think that they'll be at home where I think they play a lot better. Um, I know they don't do really well as favorites under um, Shanahan, but I do like them here. I'll probably regret this pick, but I will take the Niners. I'll lay the short line, the one and a half. And I think the totals went down to like 41 and a half, which seems really low, but I do see this actually being lower than that. I do see this as an under, even with that low line. Yeah, great point there, Jason. Uh, three of my things I have down in the notebook right now. I love the teaser, take it up and take the under. I have it all right around where it's at right now. I think it's a great teaser underplay. I told you last week I teased up the San Francisco Denver game up in the like 51. And that, I mean, that wasn't even close. I love this one again. I take it up to, I have it on scores and odds right now, Jason, 42. I'm looking at, I take it up to 48. I take the under for sure. And I'm agreeing with Jason. I think the 49ers get a win here. I like the 49ers this week. I think I like teams that look really bad and they bounce back. I think it's a good bounce back spot here. All right, really quick. Old man in the garage, man. He has to get a win. I mean, he's going to listen to the show, man. Get a win. I like how he's firing. Just tough right now. He does money line dogs. He usually does really, really good. I think he's going to bounce back. I really do. Let's see where he is going. He has three this week. He likes Miami Thursday night. Oh, okay. He's going the Dolphins. I told him. I don't know about that, but he likes that. He likes Baltimore to beat Buffalo. And he likes, oh, he's going against myself and Jason at the end there. He likes the Rams to beat the 49ers. Actually, so, yeah, that could happen. That could happen. I think he's going to bounce back. He usually does a fantastic job for us. People love old man in the garage. Gives him out. Loves watching the games. Likes looking at the lines. Baltimore Rams Dolphins for him this week. So, hey, 
there it is. That's the show. Tune in. Check it out. Go back and listen to last week's show, people. That was a great show. And man, did we give out some great info. And we looked very good with our outcomes in that. We love giving out. We're going to fire all weekend on Twitter. We're going to give out our plays. We're going to give out player props. Maddie's a big player prop guy. I am. I love the player props too. We're going to fire. So again, it's free info. We have a great time. Check us out. We're going to probably drop a college show tomorrow. It's info, 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 and it's free. Why not? And guess what? We pick winners. We do a really good job. Is there some losers sprinkled in? Of course, everybody does it. But man, we fire out info and you can win some money listening to us. So check us out. Spread the word. The boys from Notebook Wagering. Jason, any last words? Bang your bookie. Bang your bookie. Till next time, people. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.